<laughs> Ted sponsor us. <laughs> I'm a entity. And therefore, I should be able to do everything that I want. You know, now I have to cut that, right? <laughs> Let me tell you about this guy. Let me tell you about this fucker right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, really, the whole pedicure part that you mentioned and mm-hmm. how you enjoy them, mm-hmm. it, it ties in very nicely to working with real men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real man. <laughs> what is a real man? Well, I, I can tell you what I think it's not. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. So, so you're almost an adult now. What What is... A real man. Are you for sure? Yeah. So what, what is a real man? I mean, you're you're 25. In your mind, in this day and age, your definitions, because we get to all make up our own definitions now. <laughs> Nothing's real. That's all. What is a all. real man? Are you, you even allowed so, to use the word real? So do you, do you want me to try to like give a couple of pieces or just like a, a general like... However you want to. Okay. All right. Well, so, I, I mean, I don't know about the whole, if we're allowed to use the term real or not, <laughs> uh, because I think that that gets into the whole, like, pieces that I don't really feel like touching on. But, yeah, yeah. like, I, I think that what would be a real man, right, like, you know, when we're talking in that context, I think ultimately... As like a guy, you should be able to take accountability for your actions and responsibility for whatever it is that you're doing. And I think that's a a key, like, I think that's a lot of, I think that's people in general, but I think that as, I think we're, we're at a big place where like guys don't, there are a lot of guys that don't take accountability for their actions and responsibility for the things that they do. I don't disagree. All right. Um, I think I don't know. I every, everything you said, I agree with. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's like the whole definition, right? But um, but you, you are you're you're treading into some areas that are are worthy of discussion. Um, so you're really talking about integrity. You know, men should have integrity, but women should have integrity also. Yeah. Um, but we're not women, so we're not going to talk about them. All right, we're going to talk about men. And mm-hmm. so men should have integrity is how I summarize everything you just said. What else? Um, I think that a, I guess if you are claiming to be that quote unquote, you know, real man, I think it's not only integrity, but you have a, because integrity implies, you know, that you're doing the right thing all the time, right? Whether no, the definition no, of integrity is doing the right thing when no one's watching. Correct. But uh, it also, I think it, it transcends that mm-hmm. because everybody makes mistakes. I think integrity also is when you will publicly own your mistakes. Oh, sure. I don't, sorry. Right. I don't mean like being perfect all the time. Right. I mean like. So, so, so you have integrity. Yeah. You don't do this. And then you violate your integrity. 
but then you own up to the violation. And so I think by owning up to it, you maintain the integrity that you just have a little bit of a, a scar, but you still have the integrity. So I think like, I know that that's not everything and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of drawing a blank on (laughs) other list of things, but I feel like that in having that integrity is a, is something that's very defining because I feel like there's a lot of people I meet now that don't have okay. that. So let me, let me here's some, we'll give it a little bit of history. All right. Something that sounds very weird today, but was very clear and obvious years past mm-hmm. a man's man. Mm-hmm. Right. Nowadays, a man's man might simply be a man who likes other men, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so nowadays, when I think people say a real man, I think they're talking about a manly man, a masculine man, and that type of thing as their real man, quote unquote. Yeah, right? so what... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I, I don't buy into that stereotypical two-dimensional figure of a man, especially mm-hmm. since we are in a very complicated world. That is lost. It's it's changing, and it doesn't know what it's changing toward. Mm-hmm. Just knows what it's changing from, and they think the from might have been bad, but they're got to see what's ahead to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so, um, what are the what are the manly man traits that you agree with? How's that? So. I think that being the typical manly men ones are, you know, like pushing through the shit, right? Pushing through the adversity and whatever it is that you're going through to see whatever it is that you're doing or working on through, right? Not just quitting in the middle of it. Okay. I think that tenacity. Right. So I think that that's a trait that a lot of like the, like you just said, the older like style would call like a real man, right? Because mm-hmm. they call everybody now a bunch of quitters and crybabies and all that fun stuff. And I think that that's I that's a trait that I would tend to agree with. That somebody has tenacity and they're willing to push through the the shit, no matter what's coming at them, and willing to see something through, even if it means I see something through and I decide not to do it again because I didn't like it or whatever and I go to choose something else I still saw it through rather than just quitting in the middle of it yeah I agree with that also I think we're going to agree so working construction mm-hmm. I've run into people and it's like you know you know back in my day real men this real men that yeah real men cut off their finger because they're stupid and now they you know can't write with their right hand and you know real men do these other things and now they're you know in a wheelchair being hobbled around drooling from their mouth if that's a real man count me out yeah you know <laughs> um but i always felt that along your lines a real man has integrity has that tenacity faces rejection is a protector a mentor you know one that's looking out for others mm-hmm. you know the guy that punches the bully in the mouth mm-hmm. and also the guy will take that same bully after punching him in the mouth and teach them how to be right a good upstanding citizen because i think 
in my world, a real man is a good upstanding citizen mm-hmm. and looking out for the betterment of society. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, co- the the conversation that I had about this today, you know, going back to the construction thing, we're talking, whatever, and, you know, this one of the people were like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I'm just not used to this shit. I'm used to working with real men. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... You know, I'm not used to working with like all the drama and all this stuff. I'm like, I haven't worked in construction very long. Obviously, I'm not very old. It's mm-hmm. like, but in construction, because when I walk around, that's all I see is the drama, the high school like pettiness yeah. of of you know whatever. And I think the worst part about it is that you know I I I said that, and he's like, oh well, that's all because of people like you coming in and all of that stuff, and that's why it's like that. You know, when we didn't like somebody back in the day or we had an issue with them, we just take it outside and duke it out and just punch each other in the face. And I was like, I don't think right. that's the yeah, that's... responsible way to respond to somebody. <laughs> it's not. And, and I, I do remember that mentality. And I remember it was always like the nerds, the geeks, the dweebs, the the homosexuals getting beat up by the jockos. Yeah. Right. Um, but... Now the nerds, the geeks, the dweebs mm-hmm. <laughs> are running the country, uh-huh. <laughs> and you're the construction guy getting paid by the nerd, the dweeb, right. geeks, right? Um, and they don't like you because of how you treated them in the past. Right, and like what kill you know? I I do get and see the side of things where I see some of my counterparts in my generation that come in and they are lazy and they don't want to work or do anything right i see Mm -hmm. i see that where that comes from Mm -hmm. but most of the drama and issues in like the high school um you know whispering and all of that stuff that i feel like we get into on a weekly basis on the construction site does not come from the that age group it comes from the older real men haha this is how we did things back in my day type of people yeah um the improvements in construction, the efficiencies in construction has not come from the knuckle draggers. Right. All right. And so the knuckle draggers are out there trying to cling to this old school thing. But the bottom line is if the right thing to do is X and the best fighter wants to do Y and it's going to get three people killed. We're just going to keep killing people because they're the best fighter says so. Right. So fighting doesn't determine your manliness and it doesn't determine the best idea. Right. Right. And that's that's a problem with that whole mentality. And I don't think that person would fit the definition of a real man. Right. Um, I think the real man makes the tough choices when he wants to do this one thing because it's easier. Maybe it's more cost effective maybe it's quicker but the right thing to do and the best way to do it is this other way Mm -hmm. and you have to look your supervisor in the eye and tell them it's going to cost you more money but we're going to do it this way right and be willing to take that flack yeah for it and stand your ground that's what a real man yeah standing your ground because we're going to do it the right way and not the the cheap yeah unsafe whatever way Mm mm-hmm because you know the knuckle dragging way. Yeah. Look, shortcuts are the easy way out. Mm-hmm. And I don't think quote unquote 
real men are looking for easy ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you have, we'll take it a little sideways. You have these guys that are like in their thirties and they're looking at 17 year old, 16 year old girls because the 30, that 30 year old has no game whatsoever. What he does have is a driver's license and a car <laughs> and, <laughs> and he could just alcohol. Yeah. And, and he could just leverage that to get this naive girl to go along with him. Right. Right. Cause he's got no game. He's not a real man. He, he can't stand his ground. He can't compete. It's the same game that everyone else had at 17 when they had a car and <laughs> yeah. their license or whatever, or access to a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, the girls are both, oh, I have an older man or, or whatever. And it's like, he's got a car and he pays for everything because he has this job and that kind of stuff. But you're still just a predator. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just, it's weak, you know, um, men have to be the protectors. Mm-hmm. Men have to be the sheepdogs. So. I think we agree on, on, on the man part of it. Now, here's what I dislike about the younger group of people coming up. Is, well, besides everything. Go ahead. Besides everything. <laughs> right. it, and it touches on what we did talk about. It's like, <laughs> um, and, you know, maybe we can go into a little bit deeper on it, but uh, they don't have tenacity, mm-hmm. you know. They don't have that drive. Um, it's like you get a rejection and you just want to quit the entire career field. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, no, that's just like one job, Mm -hmm. you know, there's other jobs out there that I could think. Um, everything has to be easy. Mm -hmm. And if it's difficult, it's more than they can bear. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's probably one of my biggest struggles with the generation. And I don't think that's, very masculine. The other thing is um, the use of the word toxic in front of masculinity. Mm-hmm. All right. Not everything masculine is toxic, but your generation always wants to do that. Like, oh my God, he did this toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. And, and I just feel like from, from what I'm seeing is they're trying to take the masculine traits away from men and say it's toxic, but at the same time, let women do those traits and say that it's great. And it's, you know, you're a queen, you're, you know, you go girl type of thing. It's like making, giving the women the masculine traits and saying it's good. But if the man has those traits then it's bad, Mm -hmm. those are my beefs going on right now with Gen Z. So given that, you're you're the generation that raised Gen Z. What is, I guess, spinning it back on you, right? Because mm-hmm. I think oh, we've talked about this a couple times. What do you think? It, do you think that it's uh, so obviously people that are older, so like people my age, right? There, there's becomes a point where you have to take responsibility for the things that you do, and so it's not necessarily always on your parents or the way your parents raise you or whatever to to do certain things but gen yeah. z most of gen z the ma- the majority of them are still pretty young mm-hmm. so i guess i guess what i'm asking is what is your take on do you feel like it's the way they're being raised do you feel like it's 
a mixture of the way they're being raised and I pretty much always go with a mixture. So here's the thing. Um, no matter how you're raised, you still have a choice and a decision to make. You still have that power. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you were just put at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I think your disadvantage has been Gen X became the helicopter parents. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, we raised ourselves in essence, right? Cause our, both our parents are working latchkey kids. We had to figure the world out on our own. And then we kind of gave Gen Z that same kind of treatment. But as soon as they got in trouble, we helicoptered in, protected them. We're here. Nothing's going to happen. My kid can do no wrong, blah, blah, blah. And so anytime things got difficult, we helicoptered in and made it easy. Helicopter, mm -hmm. I mean, look at Hunter Biden. You know, um, and I don't really mean to take it political. So let's change his name to Hubbard. <laughs> you know, Steve Hubbard. He was strung out on drugs, hired prostitutes. You know, gets a bunch of money from daddy. Gets a job because of daddy and that type of thing, and all this stuff. You you. You take this strung out dope head that hires hookers, mm -hmm. not not connected to someone famous, and they're unemployed and going to jail, you know? But helicopter parent comes in, protect, probably get rid of all these problems. No matter what you do, we're going to solve it. Nothing's going to touch you, mm -hmm. right? So why would you have to toughen up? Mm -hmm. So I think that's part of the problem, um, a big part of the problem. Now, since... Not everybody has Biden as that last name. They get into these situations and suddenly mom and dad isn't there to rescue them. They're going to struggle with some stuff. But at that point, they have to go, you know what? Yeah, they have to make the choice. Yeah. I need to change something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, individual accountability. Mm -hmm. So that's part of it. I guess, I guess that's part of your perspective on that part what about the what about the rest of it the the toxic masculinity part um one it's way overused mm -hmm. i think the i'm just setting you up to say things so okay awesome i, I think i think the, the only thing that's really when it gets into toxic is when it's abuse mm -hmm. right but we have turned abuse into this huge microaggression, microabuse is like, he looked at me, that's so wrong. It's like, you're picking your nose in public. People are going to look at you. Like, mm -hmm. He shouldn't look at me. He doesn't have the right to look at me. That's abuse, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we've taken that too far. You know, anything a man does is wrong. And um, you see these... TikToks like kill all men, you know. We don't need men, get rid of men, blah, blah, blah. The world would be better off with no men and that type of thing. Um, and and it actually kind of goes back to the earlier conversation with with the real man type of thing. And so I think men are getting lost, all right, because school, college, most of them are women, right? I think it's 59% of college graduates are women, right? Mm -hmm. 
and all the focus and push for college in the high school levels and you know is to get more girls in college right all right so men are being left behind um boys tend to be more mechanical in nature and so we got rid of all the shop classes all yeah, right. we got rid of all of the trades that men were typically going in. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, and then we degrade the blue collar work. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then when men try to do something, it's denounced. So they're told they're not needed. They're not necessary. You're not needed in the household. Um, a woman can raise a kid by herself, all this kind of stuff. So what, what are men going to do mm-hmm. right they're de- they're devalued so much more now than ever have been mm-hmm. you know um men have always had to earn their value they aren't born with value mm-hmm. they have to earn it right and that's why men have to ask the girls out on the first date that's why men have to face rejection so much more and overcome that rejection mm-hmm. I'm afraid that we are teaching a generation of people to not try and so that they don't have to be rejected. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to have a de- devastating consequence. Well, I think that part, not just men, but just in general, right? I think that's what's coming out of, um, you know, we've, we've talked about this a little bit before, but that's what's coming out of that where they're all the benefits of social media and tech and having access to infinite knowledge everywhere that's the those are the downsides right you don't have to you don't have to face projection you don't have to face people mm-hmm. that's for uh, men and women you don't have yeah. to face any of it you don't have to be held accountable until you get into the responsibilities into the workplace mm-hmm. right and then when you're competing with someone for a job mm-hmm. you know if you both come in as entry level assemblers mm-hmm. and then you want to be the shift supervisor but so does this person right who's going to get it so now you're competing with each other and someone's not going to get it that means that someone is rejected right so how are they going to handle that right there's so many kids that i knew in school whose parents would literally go with them to their interviews and would like show up at their interviews together i was like well you learn the way to not get a job. <laughs> exactly. It's, and it's, uh, I'm sorry, but when you go to get a job, you guys kill yourselves, all right, long before you get to the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, I see the resume. I see your name. I look up your social media, all right? I'm going to look you up on LinkedIn. I'm going to look you up on Facebook. I'm going to see what you're about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, you know, a jerk about it. I mean, I understand people are people, but if I'm seeing a white person's Facebook page, it's all filled with racism and hate. I don't need that representing my company. Yeah. And I right? think the aspect that that's not, you know, that's an aspect that you didn't have before. Right. Correct. Because all of the stupid things that you were doing on the side were not on online. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, see. if, if my employer could hear the conversations that us infantrymen mm-hmm. have and had, 
no way would we ever get any job <laughs> right. in the universe. Right. All right. Um, but they don't understand the context and the camaraderie mm -hmm. of it. I mean, um, in the infantry, the worse you treat each other, the better friends you were. Right. You know? So, um, absolutely. Well, and that goes a lot for in like construction mm -hmm. and in the blue collar workforce is the worse you treat each other, the usually is what the better yeah. friends that you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I'm not sure if it's still that way with your generation. I, I think, well, at least from my experience in my generation, <laughs> uh, I think that is where I, that part I would disagree. I think that me and the friends that I have shitty John shit on each other constantly. <laughs> right. That is. And I have, I, and I'm good friends with like, my wife's group of friends and they shit on each other constantly. There's one person in that group that gets nonstop. <laughs> um, well, I'm good to see that tradition continue. Yeah. And I, I, so I don't think that that part has stopped. I do think that people get to in a disadvantage because now they, you know, like you said, they kill each other. They kill themselves before the interview. Right. Oh they, yeah, absolutely. They, they post on social media of whatever stupid thing that they did. And, reg and even though it's the, the stupid thing is something that somebody, you know, for the last hundred years before them has done in a very similar fashion. Now it's on social media and now it's very easy for my employer to just take a quick peek and, and find it. So in my years of hiring and interviewing and that type of thing, I have not eliminated anybody based solely upon social media. Um, and maybe I'm, less common than other people maybe more people do get eliminated simply from social media i, I don't know it's just it just depends on the company right and the position that you're for um me being like like if i'm if i'm amazon and i'm hiring a social media manager or marketer and then i see like the racist hateful things on their social media it'd be really hard to put them in a social media yeah. marketing position i think it just depends on how public figure you are in the company mm -hmm. and then really what you did and also the company because i know that like microsoft does do checks on people's social media but depending on your position it may be more or less invasive but then if you go and work for um like I, my company that i current work for i don't think they really do not that I know of doing any checks on social media. Um, and smaller companies definitely tend not to, but yeah, I think so I worked for smaller on, companies yeah. and I did. Yeah. Right. Um, but what tends to eliminate people from consideration is their performance in the interview. Mm -hmm. Um, when you're trying to get a job, <laughs> it's kind of like a, courtship it's kind of like trying to get a girl to go out on a date mm -hmm. with you if you went up to a girl and you said hey yo check out how awesome i am mm -hmm. all right what are you going to give me to go out with me all right yeah she's going to give you this thing right <laughs> yeah. here right yeah. <laughs> um but that's what i've seen in interviews um when you ask questions and i highly encourage people to ask questions but ask good questions Yep. You know, what does success look like in this position? You know, 
is this a newly created position or is it vacated by somebody else? And if so, why did that person leave? Yeah. Those kinds of questions, not questions like, um, so I, I'd like to have Fridays off and is that even a possibility? And it's like, mm, maybe Do you guys provide tenure. mocha lattes here? <laughs> it's just crazy, <laughs> crazy questions. It's, um, I had this person like, um, I'm not handicapped, but I like where the handicapped parking is. So can we move the handicapped parking <laughs> so I can park in that spot? It's like, no, absolutely. <laughs> just for you. So, so you're just fixed on where the parking situation is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are. It's like, yep. We're going to move your parking to the most convenient location <laughs> possible for you at home <laughs> it's a work from home position nope <laughs> goodbye just, just it's i've had some very i need you to change some things to meet my needs yeah. things that's yeah it's interesting i've never so i've never been in a place where i've had to had to give interviews um i've always been the person interviewing and i've interviewed quite a bit but i've never been in that place um so I'm sure that it's very interesting some of the things that you would get as as you're interviewing somebody. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have not had the parent show up and sit in on it or try to sit in on the interview. Mm -hmm. um, I have had people dropped off by their parents, which not a deal breaker, especially like in Seattle when you would prefer to carpool. Yeah, traffic well, is crap and that kind of stuff. So you get yeah. dropped off, do the interview, interviews over call text can you come pick me up that type of thing not a problem sit in the lobby while they're waiting for the pickup not a problem i actually view that as a positive where it means enough for you that you're willing to sit even longer to yeah and i would think that what well, the part that would matter is just you know can you get can you get to work yeah. on time right and then can you leave work not necessarily how they're doing the getting to work mm -hmm. um that the parent walked in and was like, this is my son, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm going to sit on the interview with him mm -hmm. or daughter or, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, when when the mother, typically some mother, I've never seen a, a father come in and sit on an interview. I've never heard of a father trying to come in and sit in on an interview. Mm -hmm. it's, I've only heard of moms. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, from the hiring perspective, that this person is going to be high maintenance, is going to consume most of my time as his direct supervisor or her direct supervisor. The productivity is going to be low. The camaraderie with the other coworkers is going to be low. He or she's going to end up being like the cancer in the office. Yeah. And so you're done before. You... That's right. the same. That's not even talking about the kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing. It's like right now and maybe in the future it'll change. But right now, if you're using the Zay Zem pronouns in your social media while you're looking for work, that's a that's a yellow flag. That's a this is going to be a high maintenance person. I don't know, man. Not right. now. No, I think right now the hiring people are going to, are saying this is going to be a high maintenance person. Maybe some years down the road when it's more established. Yeah. I, the reason I say I don't right now, 
The reason I say I don't know is because a lot of the bigger companies are encouraging the employee to put things like that in their yeah, email but, but understand things like the, that. The country is run by small business, right? So um, if you want to take the Amazon, Microsoft mm -hmm. type of things, yeah. Oh, I got you. But if you want to, yeah. you know, if you're trying to work Everyone for else. Mike and Mike Construction, LLC, right. you know, mm -hmm. That's, you know, they have, you know, 78 employees. Mm -hmm. You're not going to fly there. Mm -hmm. You're not going to fly pretty much anywhere in the Midwest, you know, with that. Mm -hmm. And you may be a perfectly reasonable, low maintenance, like to get your work done type of person, great fit for the job. But you're presenting an image that goes against it. Mm-hmm. But don't do that. Change my social media. <laughs> so, hey, I guess we were talking about what's a man. <laughs> and we agreed that we know what a man is and As you we don't. Divulge. <laughs> we always divulge. Yeah. Um, you set me up to go haywire. Yeah, I just wanted you to talk. I was just kind of letting you go. Um, well, and I, I like to get that perspective of, you know, because I think this is kind of part, and this is like the typical thing that, um, especially like, you know, you kind of always see the the common argument, and this is where like women get annoyed because, you know, you like think of a problem and you instantly start trying to fix the problem, <laughs> right? And so it's... I don't know. I always like to, I, I wanted to hear the, cause anybody can like bitch about what they feel like is the issue. Mm -hmm. But I, I was just curious, like, okay, well, like, you know, why you, you feel like that is the issue or like where that comes from. I think it comes from like hard, soft, mm -hmm. right? Um, <clears throat> my generation is like be hard. They're tough. They're durable. They're reliable. You know, they're capable. Mm -hmm. They just um, don't raise that. <laughs> <laughs> well, men don't raise children. They've been kicked out of the house. Or they leave. All right. Or they leave because they weren't raised right because they didn't have a father in their house. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, during the whole civil rights era type of thing, people were incentivized financially by the government um, to get financial benefits from the government, you actually get more money if you had a single parent household. And so men were leaving the household and people weren't getting married so that they can get more government money and raise children. I believe it's children. still like that. I, I, I believe it's still like that also. Um, and that's, we're incentivizing it. And the generation of men have suffered because of it. Mm -hmm. um, men whose dad are in jail go to jail themselves. Well, I think you've reached to the extreme where a lot of, at least my gen, we're just, they're just deciding to not get married and not have kids at all. So well, they're, they're just getting to that point where it's just like, they just get a puppy. <laughs> well, you're disincentivized to even get married now because mm -hmm. men are, they're stupid, but they're not stupid, you know? You look at it, and it's like, hmm, 
I can, I can have a girl, we can live together, we can sleep with each other, and if we don't work out, we can split, or I can have a girl, we can live together, we can sleep, sleep together, and then if we split, she gets half my shit. Mm-hmm. Which way do I want to go? It's mm-hmm. like, why take that gamble? You're, and, and that's why I ask people, it's like, before you get married, you got to know what do you have to gain by getting married that you don't already have. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an answer to that question, you don't get married until mm-hmm. you do, right? If you're already getting all the benefits of marriage, why adopt the risk? Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> you're here to hear from me. Don't Mike's get married. World. Welcome <laughs> to Mike's Tech Talk. <laughs> <laughs> don't get married. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mike's TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, I should do a TED Talk someday. They wouldn't let you on TED Talk. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's not Ted. You gotta be named Ted to be on a TED Talk. I identify as a Ted, though. Well, they might let you on TED Talk. <laughs> now they have to. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't have a choice now. Ted, sponsor us. <laughs> I'm a entity and therefore I should be able to do everything that I want you know now I have to cut that right (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) all right thanks everyone for watching whatever this was (laughs) peace be in the journey all of you (laughs) I need a sign off